everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Tuesday to you all, my friends. I hope that you're having a fantastic day, whether your day is just beginning, in the middle, or towards the end. I hope that it's going really well and that you're able to accomplish everything, you know, have some downtime, have something to look forward to, you know, be able to work hard and enjoy those summer days that most of us are having. I know some of you are um, in Australia, so uh, hopefully you're enjoying the winter time. Um, I don't know. I enjoy most most seasons except for springtime. Usually I hate summer, um, but this year it's not that bad. So anyway, I hope that you're having a fantastic day. And if you are having a rough day and you are just having so many things thrown at you, you're dealing with so many problems, issues, I encourage you to take the five minute reset, which is taking just at least five minutes. If you have more time, take more, but take at least five minutes to be by yourself, just to be able to kind of reboot your day, uh, start over, restart, come back to baseline, be able to shake off any sort of burdens and problems that you have on your shoulders that you've been carrying around or any issues or uh, problems that have been thrusted at you that you have to deal with that are causing you to have not the best day that you could have and also take some time to make a gratitude list of at least four things that you are grateful for and those can be small things big things medium-sized things it doesn't matter because um, you can be grateful for being able to uh, score something online that you've been uh, waiting for the launch of that was definitely me yesterday um, you can be grateful to be able to uh, have the ability to get a second interview at a job that you really want you can be grateful that you were able to chat with your friend over the phone today like there are so many things there's a never-ending list of things you can be grateful for so I encourage you to make a list of at least four things you can be grateful for in addition to that um, take some time to problem-solve whatever is getting in your way whatever is causing you issues if you have the time and lastly be able to walk away from the five-minute reset feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because despite what you're going through you You've proven with your gratitude list that there are still things you can be grateful for, that you need to live for, that you that are good in your life, and you know the problem that you're having right now seems bigger um, than everything else going on. I understand that, but sometimes we need to take a step back, change our mindset, uh, change our perspective, and realize that you know I'm not here to diminish your feelings, but know that there's still amazing things happening in your life despite what is coming down on you at this moment. So um, do the five minute reset as many times as you need during the day, the week, the month, whenever you need. But I do genuinely hope that you're having a great day. And today, um, uh, this week, we are talking about relationship struggles. If you um, haven't joined us for yesterday's episode. And today, Tuesday, we're going to talk about makings of a good and bad relationship. So let's just jump right in. Today, I want to briefly speak on some of the big things that can make relationships good and bad. And yes, yesterday's episode talked a lot about some bad things that can happen in relationships. But today will be more of a comparison breakdown. You know, I'm going to tell you a bad thing and tell you a good thing and tell you a bad thing and tell you a good thing. And, you know, just being able to see that relationships, there's definitely bad things that can happen. Um, And I'm not talking about like super deep things like today. I'm just talking about, you know, things that a lot of us can struggle with or have struggled with in the past and past relationships or maybe currently. Um, And just kind of being aware of that, but also being aware of a couple uh, really good things that happen in relationships that are beneficial to everyone. And uh, I just I just thought it would be a really good part of the week to like be able to balance out um, the fact that we're talking about relationship struggles, but there are still plenty of good things to um, highlight when you're in a relationship. So, putting your partner in the position of being your everything in life is 
bad. (laughs) Don't become the person you think your partner wants you to be and don't make everything all about them. Be your own person, have your own thoughts and opinions, hobbies, and time to yourself. You know, you can't throw your whole identity away just because you found someone you love and cherish, which is an amazing gift. It's an amazing gift when you find someone that you actually can fall in love with, that you want to spend the rest of your life with, that is just amazing, that you feel like completes you, and all those other relationship, like, mushy um, cliches. (laughs) And this is coming from someone that is deeply in love with uh, her husband and has been together for many, many years. Um, But you know what what I'm talking about. But yeah, despite that, you don't want to just like throw your whole self away. You know, no one is worth that sacrifice of giving up who you are and what you're about. And if they want you to do that for them, they might be a narcissist and that's a red flag to rethink this whole thing. But it's important that just because you find someone who's amazing, you don't need to worship the ground that they walk on. You don't need to put them first in everything. You do not need to um, try to become a different person to please them, to make them think that you are the ultimate person by not being yourself, but transforming into some make-believe person. Don't do that. That's not good. And it just means that if you feel the need to do that, then you need to have a discussion with them, to tell them the truth, to be honest, be transparent. But it just means that probably isn't the right person, right? Because if you're feeling like you have to be someone else to be with them and you can't truly be who you are, then you definitely have some, um, some things that need to be talked about with a professional, I would say, or someone you trust or a mentor to figure out why you are possibly ashamed and fearful of sharing who you are and being transparent and honest, but also if this person's presence is causing you to be different. And, you know, sometimes when we do get into that um, negative uh, cycle of trying to pretend to be someone we're not, uh, our friends and family can notice that. And so maybe you want to talk to them, maybe you want to check in with them and find out how this might be changing you without you even noticing. If people do start pointing them out, I would not necessarily just like believe them, but also accept that feedback and maybe take a step back and think about it because it could be true. You never know. So, but it's just very important that you don't need to change yourself. I mean, you know, you probably, if you find the right person, you're you're both going to make each other better and you might learn to like, you know, become better people, grow up a little bit, especially if you're starting in that relationship young. However, you don't have to change everything about yourself and put them first and foremost in every single thing. Like you are, don't let them walk all over you. You are not a welcome mat. Learning to share your feelings and be vulnerable is amazing growth. I mentioned it yesterday, but getting better at sharing your feelings and emotions and general intimacy is such an amazing bonus of being in a relationship. It's not healthy keeping that all inside and the ability to be honest and open and vulnerable with your partner creates a stronger bond and greater trust between you both. So I just thought it was such a great, amazing thing that in a relationship, um, especially some of the first relationships, like like serious ones that you're in, where you get to learn how to be more deep and vulnerable with someone that you trust on a different level than your family, than your friends, you know, people that you spend your time with at school or at work, like, you know, you are on a different intimate level with this person and you are learning to trust them and you're learning to become closer and share what's in your heart. And even if those relationships don't work out, you know, you still be, you still are able to walk away with those learning lessons of, okay, I was, um, I got to this point and I was able to trust them and this is what drove that feeling. This is what 
gave me the open door to be like, oh, I can trust them. And, you know, in, like I said, just even if the relationships go sour or it ends, you know, am- amicably, <laughs> um, um, you know, on good terms, you know, you can still reflect back and see like the good things that came out of it and your ability to grow in that, um, that part, you know, grow in vulnerability and intimacy, which is amazing. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us, the first relationships that we're in aren't necessarily going to be the forevers. I'm not saying that's for everyone because I definitely know a lot of people that kind of like the love at first sight sort of situation like when they're super young like out of high school um, but what I'm saying is it's like regardless like being able to have the opportunity to learn that and to grow closer with them and the other person to do the same with you it's just an amazing gift and so I wouldn't take that for granted but I would welcome that even even if you don't um even if you're afraid that this might not be your person forever still give yourself the opportunity to grow in that it will have amazing benefits for you. Stop trying to fix your partner. Man, this is a tough one. And it's definitely something that I struggled with um, like super early on um, because I'm generally a fixer because I'm a people pleaser and a perfectionist. And it's just, I had like issues with personal boundaries, but it's not your job or responsibility to fix anything about your partner. And if you feel this is your duty, you need to reevaluate your boundaries. Everyone is in charge of their own emotions, actions, decisions, feelings, mistakes. And as much as you want to spare them the pain of learning the hard way or make them into a better person, it won't work out the way you want in the end, no matter how hard you work. So let's say you put all this time and effort into quote unquote, trying to fix someone, you know, if they have like bad habits and you know, they're, they don't seem like they're at the adulting level that you would prefer them to be at or whatever it is, and you try your hardest to mold them into the person that you want, honestly, in the end, it's not necessarily going to stick. And if it does, they might have some sort of like resentment towards you and a grudge because you have spent your time trying to change them and not let them be who they were going to be. And yes, uh, maybe if you are truly helping them learn life's lessons of growing up and getting like a real life job and managing money and finances and time and all of this stuff and not wasting your day away, those are definitely great lessons to learn, but they will learn them eventually. And it's not necessarily your job to tell them what to do and kind of like um, mother or father them depending upon you know um, who's doing it but you need to be aware that they have to take care of themselves and you know you don't have to like always try to jump out and be the person that's shielding their feelings from getting hurt by something that may happen you know you don't have to um, you try to prevent them from making mistakes or take the fall for them or anything like that you know you it's not your job to fix your partner it's your job to accept them as who they are you guys will probably grow together and both become better people over time as people just learn from each other and you know grow up and as as we're getting older we're learning more and becoming better people and becoming better adults in general but it is not your your responsibility to try to fix people and make them that person that they will end up being at some point they just need to do it on their own time maybe offer them advice but if they don't want to take it then you just gotta let it go and then maybe maybe that's not the relationship for you or maybe it is maybe maybe you do have the patience and the willingness to sit by and encourage them and they want to still be with you and you know you want to like grow together in that way it doesn't matter like it's just you just know that you can't just get in there and and start creating that perfect person because that's just that's not how relationships work and that's not how people work either you can't do that with any other relationship either you know you can't do that with um 
like friends and family and um, just people, other people in your life. Like you can't change people. People change when they want to change, okay? (laughs) Um, Know that compromise doesn't make you weak. And I mentioned uh, compromise in yesterday's episode, and I want to kind of dig a little bit deeper here. Compromise is important because it means you care about what the other person wants, but also are aware of your own needs, which is also important. And But just the idea of compromise might make some believe you are giving up completely on what you want when you really aren't. You are recognizing that there is someone else here that also has a voice, and that voice needs to be heard and acknowledged. So, you know, compromise is very important because not everyone's going to always get their way. And, you know, sometimes you might compromise in a way that the other person gets more of what they want and you get less, but you don't mind because you love and care for them and you know that whatever decision that you're you're making is really important to them. And then there's going to be a time where it's going to be reversed, where, you know, you are getting more of the lion's share of decision making and you know and they're you know they're getting a little bit of what they want but you're mostly getting what you want and they understand that's really important to you and you know back and forth and like flexing and then there might be times where you just have to like draw it down the middle where half and half and it's and there's equality and whatever decision needs to be made but it's important to know that just because you compromise just because you do end up budging on whatever decision you want to make or you end up you know changing your mind completely and just letting them make the decision and realize it's not that important to you it doesn't make you weak it just it makes you actually um strong and uh flexible and understanding and um smart and intelligent and because you are aware of the fact that you're in a relationship it's not all about you you know you're not a narcissist you're realizing that um it doesn't make you weak it actually makes you stronger because you are supporting and um, looking out for the other person in the relationship because it takes you to tango it's not just all about you so know that compromise doesn't make you weak There is no excuse for disrespect. It doesn't matter how much someone loves you, there is no room for disrespect or having the expectation that your partner will forgive you. If you do something wrong, knowingly or not, you know, so make sure you are thanking them, not taking them for granted, and not fall into the trap that love is blind, and you can do anything and you can do anything you want and expect them to back you up all the time. You can't just go around um, making mistakes, not caring how that's going to affect the other person. You can't like go out, like just go and do dumb things that you know will probably hurt that other person, but you think that they'll forgive you each and every time and that becomes like this terrible pattern. And some of the worst relationships people get stuck in is because they're in this pattern of the person will promise to change and they won't, but they already know and they have the expectation it's this like terrible cycle like they have the expectation that the person's going to forgive them and the person does continue to forgive them then they'll continue going on doing whatever they want realizing there's not any really any repercussions or consequences to their actions so you it's really important that you realize that you can't just go around stomping on people's feelings on purpose and expect them to forgive you or you know give you multiple chances and just 
have the excuse like, well, if you really love me, you would let me do this, or you would forgive me, or you give me another chance, or you would turn a blind eye, or whatever it is. You cannot do that. That is so much disrespect, and you can't take someone for granted in general. I talked about that yesterday. It's just not right. You have to continually thank them. You have to, you know, uh, continually go out of your way to do things for them from time to time. You can't, and you can't expect them to do things just because they've done it for you a couple times. That's not fair, you know? Don't have those expectations every time someone goes out of their way to do something for you you should be super grateful and happy and just so ecstatic that they even like thought about you and took that time and you might think well you're in a relationship of course you're of course they're gonna think about me like I expect that and sure you can expect that to a point but if they actually go out of their way to do something that they don't normally do or maybe they don't normally have time for but they made time that is still super special and you treat it as such but please no disrespect, okay? Do not expect them to just forgive you willy-nilly because this can become a breaking point for some people. And um, no, despite how long that they've been down that relationship, they will break out. And then you'll be all alone and you'll realize that you're just being a jerk all along. So please, no disrespect. Um, and finally, working as a team is a deep part of being in a relationship. I know I just said that you can't expect your partner to back you up all the time, but that was specifically if you are knowingly doing dumb crap and expecting them to turn a blind eye because love is involved. You know, outside of that, one of the best things about growing as a couple is having each other's backs and coming together as a team to solve problems and create goals. So yes, I would not expect um, the other person to have your back all the time if you are continually doing things that hurt them, that um, double cross them, that are disrespecting them but outside of that you know they can have your back like if you're in a jam or you're in trouble or someone's coming after you and you know they're attacking you whether emotionally or vocally or physically you know that person um, is supposed to have your back they're supposed to be there for you because you've decided to join together as a unit and you know kind of protect each other and, and care for each other and be there for one another and you know working as a team so that if one person has a problem you guys can come together and you know even if you don't know the answer even if you don't know what to say, you're like, I'm still here for you. I am um, here to help. I'm here to support you. You know, let me know what I can do for you, that kind of thing. And then, you know, as you become, uh, you progress in your relationship, become a deeper couple, you create goals together, you know, maybe you want to um, start a, a saving for a home. And, you know, if you decide to, um, like maybe you're in the beginning stages of dating and then you want to like go very exclusive and then there's a proposal and then you start planning the wedding and then you start planning honeymoons and you know you uh just get on the same uh, wavelength for goals and after you get married you know maybe you're thinking about um a home or you're thinking about children or you're thinking about any other plans that like travel plans or just plans for your future like you want to get on the same team and create you want to be on you're on the same team and so you want to create the same goals together and um and you're just working together you're not working against each other because that's counterproductive and why are you together if you're trying to work against each other you know if it's something that needs to be worked out if there's like a miscommunication then you should take the time to try to work on that but outside of that you know in a relationship you're on the same team remember that and if for whatever reason that you come up against multiple bumps and humps in the time where you feel like you guys are like clashing and hitting each other and going against each other so much so 
that, that if you care about that person, maybe you can have a discussion with them or bring in a third party to mediate that discussion to figure out what's going on and see things from a different perspective. And then maybe you might realize that there are things that you can work on together, or maybe you'll realize that you guys just aren't meant to be together. I don't know. Um, I don't know. So it just depends. Like I thoroughly believe that you're, when you're in a, when you're in a relationship, you're, you're on the same team. You need to be working together, not against each other on purpose. So, um, that's it. You guys, thank you so much for listening to the real positive girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Tuesday again to you all. I hope that you have a fantastic day the rest of the day. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you know someone else that would really enjoy it, I encourage you to share it with them. I'd be so thoroughly grateful for that. Also, please come visit me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I'd love to has, read a DM and, and talk to you there or just come check out my profile and see what's up. Um, I'd love to get to know you. Um, you're welcome to check the description box, which has my website address, which is sabrinajoy.com. Also, my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests from you, and also all the notes for today's show. But thank you so much for coming and listening. I hope that you join us for the rest of the week and listening to all the things I have to talk about in regards to relationship struggles. But until next time, I hope you have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.